0: Once again, this is Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy. Just want to introduce you guys to um, how to be successful at a barber college, how to choose a barber college. Check it out, Crown Cuts Academy Live. Once again, getting it. spreading and love the Johnson City way. Spread and love the JC way. Welcome to another episode of Barber College Success presented to you by Crown Cuts Academy. My name is Craig Charles, owner and instructor. Um, have my man Ray to my right, one of our new instructors come on on board, and today we're going to have a boom episode. We're going to have a, a banging episode, talking to my guy all the way from South Dakota, one of the places I always wanted to go to. I always want to go to Mount Rushmore. I don't know why. It's always been on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. We got the connection now. Hopefully, we'll get together, and maybe I'll come out there, you can come out here, and we can collaborate some more, and just get some more Barber College instructors, owners, on the set, because I think this is important for the people out there, for the prospective students who wanna come to a barber college, who are making their mind up, wanna know what to do, what to expect, and this is what the platform is for. Right, again, right. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves, and then we'll go right into it. But again, spreading love, the JC Wait, Johnson City, Tennessee, Conquest Academy. Let's get it. Introduce yourself, my man, you're the guest. Introduce yourself. Tell hey, us how's about it going? yourself
1: and let us know about you. Yeah, my my name is Donnie Joseph. I'm the founder of the South Dakota Barber College. I'm actually a, a, a native of California. I have a barbershop back home in California. Mm. Um, saw an opportunity out here in South Dakota, so decided to pack up the family and and head out, man. And so uh, it's definitely been a a, a huge change to uh, things, and it's a new journey, but uh, it's been a good one, man. We're like you said, we're we're right down the street from Mount Rushmore, man. So that's our definitely our neck of the woods man so anytime you guys want to come out man we'd be more than happy to to have you out here
0: i'm coming
1: see
2: you don't hurt him now he said you invited now.
0: i'm coming <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming um one of the one of the most one of the funnest things i like to do with instructors is go to the las vegas convention or they, they have one in virginia Right? have you been to one in vegas yet
1: donnie i have not I, i've been out there for the knackers stuff uh right. with, right. with uh, dr mirando but uh but not not for the uh, the barber convention, no. But I, but I do plan on going uh, coming up here. Good, good. Well, even the NACAS, I'll be going. To, I'll be in Vegas
0: this December for the NACAS convention as well. But I try to go to any barber convention, anything with NACAS, anything with Board of Education, because I think it's important to just kind of network with other instructors, other owners, to just kind of get a feel. Because just like barbers have that barber love, the owners have a owner love too. Because we look. We love what we do. We're in this industry because we love what we do as well. We're not exactly. so close to the haircut no more, but we inspire and teach students to the next level, get them to where, to aspire to just have a great career, be a great person and take it to the next level. So um, on this podcast, we can, we can just cover a array of subjects, talk about the things we like to do, what perspective students can think about. What kind of questions do you guys have? What do you want to know about getting into a barber college? why this career field is important and why this career field is a, is a field that people are changing careers, coming from doctors, lawyers, school teachers, um, construction workers, lawyers, wherever it may be, coming into our field. Our field is, I think, is essential. With COVID-19, we saw that it was essential, and we're not going nowhere. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we're dinosaurs, <laughs> we're fossils. <laughs> we're, we're, in, we're embedded into this nation and putting our feet down, let people know, hey, Donald Trump had his hair cut, Nancy Pelosi got her hair done. All these guys getting their hair done, even like in the NBA with the um, bubble, those guys had barbers flown in to have their own little barbershop. So letting you know that, hey, when you look good, you're gonna perform good, you're gonna play good, you're gonna do whatever good. So that's the importance of that. And I'm letting my man to my right, one of my new instructors, Donnie, um, introduce himself and tell you a little about a little bit about him.
2: Yeah, what's going on? It's, uh, my name is Ray, deaf, new crown, newly crowned uh, barber instructor. So I'll be going to Vegas and you know, taking some of these other opportunities, uh, continuing education. Um, honestly, you know, I love I love barbering and having the opportunity to talk to Craig about hey, you know, there's these opportunities as a barber instructor. You know being a barber instructor is like pretty much like having a PhD in, in, in any other profession. You know what I'm saying? That's like having the PhD attached to your name. Like, okay, you're, a, you're a barber instructor. So, you know, you definitely are on the top of your game. So, you know, he talked to me about that and just kind of brought me in, you know, had uh, open arms and fortunately been able to learn a lot from them. So uh, definitely excited about that and just uh, continuing to grow and network with people like yourself and, I mean, I can't even imagine going from California to South Dakota, but I'm definitely going to get, I'm definitely going to ask you some questions about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, let me, let me just say, welcome to the industry, man. I mean, the, the path of, of an instructor is, uh, is a, is a journey for sure, man. So, uh, you know, it's a rewarding one, but, uh, but you definitely have to have it in your heart and, um, you know, want to be able to make sure that you can inspire students and, and, and not only teach them, but, but also just uh, encourage them to be successful. So it is a very rewarding uh, profession, man. So again, welcome to the uh, to this side of the to this side of the path, man.
0: Appreciate you. Appreciate it's you. It's funny you say that because I, I tell my students sometimes I love teaching. And I love instructing so much. When you don't give your best, I can almost cry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's it's weird, man. It's like I don't know if you guys have children, but it's almost like having children. Yeah. And- you know, you give yourself uh, tirelessly and, and I think we all know that we don't do it for the money, you know, right. and, and uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, and sometimes it's appreciated and, and sometimes it's not. And it takes, you know, some time to have those breakthroughs with students and, you know, hard conversations and, and just being real with them, man, and and, and want, wanting the best for them. And, and I think I think when you can lead with that, um that sort of purpose, it's organic, man, and it's authentic, and, and they know it, you know, and, yes. and when, you, when you can um, have a moment with a student where where you may say some things that they don't necessarily like, but when you're doing it from a good place, and mm-hmm. you're letting them know it's because you care about them, and that you want to see them do well, and that you see the potential in them, um, you know, sometimes it's it, it's, um, it's appreciated, you know, and so, yeah.
0: It is, and a lot of my students tell me, man, you have all these one-liners, and one of the <laughs> one-liners, <laughs> they're like, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, yeah. i say something to them like, hey, the fruit is gonna ripe when it needs to ripe. Don't yeah. force it The haircut is gonna form itself when it needs to form. Take your time, because most of them, they want the haircut to be done in like two seconds. I'm like, there's no place on this earth
1: where you can lift weights today and gain a muscle tomorrow. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's kind of funny, man. I was, I was, I had the, I don't know if you guys know uh, Tyreek Jackson, um, but I had him in class the other day on a zoom class and, and, and we kind of touched on that and you know, with, with Instagram and, and, and like all these pictures of haircuts and all these barbers that are doing their thing. It's like these students or or even just barbers in general, man, you're, 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 you're trying to come up with something, but maybe somebody has 20 years of experience. Or maybe they have maybe they have a really good photo editing app, you know, yes. <laughs> and so it's hard to really measure yourself to somebody else's ruler. So you can add that one's here one liner <laughs> yeah. back to class.
2: And, and and you know that's the thing, like you know we got a lot of students, and even myself, you know, so I w- I would look on YouTube and be like, okay, you see, you know, David Fowler, three sixty GZ, or you know, what I'm saying yeah. so all these guys, you're like, okay you know, you see it and you like, I want to emulate that. So then when you're sitting there and you cutting the hair and you're like, yo, this ain't looking like what i seen on there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Even when, even with Craig, you know, he has years, like years, he has, you know what I'm saying, seasons in the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when he's teaching students, they're like, well, my my my, it doesn't look like yours, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not. <laughs> it takes, it's not, the fruit it's, is gonna rise when not, it needs to rise. You know, <laughs> they're like, yeah. it's yeah. not blossoming race. like yours yeah. is, but you know, it's like, you watch him and he does certain things. He And he does, I will say this, he will say like, hey, you know, I'm seasoning this. You know what I'm saying? I have ways that I, I cut, but we're teaching you a way that you're going to be, you know what I'm saying, self-sufficient and be able to be out there on your own, you know? And yeah. and I mean, I think like Instagram, it, it it's a positive and a negative at the same time because they just see the result, you know what I'm saying? They see that yeah. five-minute video and they're like, wow, that's, that's a bomb fade right there but they're not taking into account like you said the lighting the editing apps and yeah
1: and then having having that expectation of of trying to produce that work you know without necessarily having the failures failures that it took to get to that to that Mm -hmm. level you know i've i've had i'm really good at what i do you know i'm not i i I am i've been doing it a long time you know it's why i have a school and, and and you know doing that thing but please believe there were a lot of haircuts that, that weren't the best haircuts. You know, I've, I, many of guys that have said, Hey, you cut my hair yesterday. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And they were like, yeah, that was the worst haircut I've ever had in my life. You know? And it's like, but Hey, it's part of the journey. And if you, and if you miss those, those opportunities and those failures and, and expect to just be at that top level, it, it's that. that's a false. Uh, that's a false journey right there, man. It's a process. It's a process. It's yes, exactly. a process. Um, I
0: know down there in South Dakota, what, what are the requirements for a student in South Dakota? How many hours does it take to complete your master barber license? Or do you guys have apprenticeship and then you have to go get your master barber license? How does it work down there?
1: You know, it's interesting that you ask that. So we're we're actually the first school in South Dakota in, in nearly 40 years. So mm-hmm. there there hasn't been a barber college here in this in this state since, you know, back in the day. But um, so as of right now, the uh, the requirements mm-hmm. for your barber's license is fifteen hundred hours. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be two, uh twelve hundred hours of practical training with uh, three hundred hours of theory. Um, they recently passed a law that that came into effect in July, which allowed crossover licensing. So prior mm-hmm. to that, there was no, you know, people had to go out of state wow. um, if they wanted to become a crossover <clears throat> license or if they wanted to get their barber's license. So um, but but that being said, you know, who who knows what's on the horizon? You know, I, I think with, um, you know, all these uh, you see in other states where they're trying to lower hours and, and doing yes. other things, you know, hopefully. Um, you know, we can maintain where we're at, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some stuff come down the pipeline in the near future where they were trying to, trying to change some things. So So in in all your years of experience,
0: um, do you think 1500 hours is enough
1: or, you know, that's, it, it, kind of, I think it's, I think it's sufficient, you know? Um, and, and let me just give you like my personal perspective, me, I've never done a perm in my life you know but but we've but we've trained it and we um and and it's part of the state board test so you know there could be a strong argument for lowering some of the hours if you know maybe a barber didn't want to do that that type of um service but then maybe it needs to be structured a little bit differently like you know maybe there's a a master barber license that has X amount of hours. And then there's a master barber filing <clears throat> license that, that right. goes into perming and other things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a tough argument, man. I, you know, because there's so much, as, as you know, ha- having a school, there, there's just so much stuff to cover. right? And nine to 10 months is, is not a long time to go through all those chapters, you know?
0: Well, I, I see it both ways. And what I tell my students, if you come into this industry, you come into this industry to have a great career, and you don't wanna turn down services. So we're gonna teach right. you and get you capable and put you, give, give you an arsenal like a, like a ninja. So it, there's nothing that comes your way that you can't attack. Correct. Nothing that's come the way you can't attack because the object of the goal is, is plus and minuses at the end of the day. And Correct. to get pluses, we know what we have to do. Yeah. Um, but there are some students who just wanna come on course and just cut. And yeah, yeah. we should be able to kinda of put them in that direction just to cut. Yeah. But I feel, if you equip them with more, they will understand it when they get out in the industry because someone will come in where you could boss a fade out. But what about the parietal Ridge? What about yeah. what about above that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there's so many I, different te- types of textures of hair. Yeah, and I th- I think even you know, even myself, man, you know, I, I was one of those guys that, you know, I went to a, not a great school, you right. know, it just it is what it is, you know, and, and um Thankfully, I had a, a mentor that, that was very good and, and, and schooled me in a lot of different areas. But um, but I always shied away from doing long hair. I always shied away from certain things because I was so focused on just doing haircuts. I want to do 20, 25 haircuts a day. You know, I was comfortable. Right. And, you know, like I tell my students, it's like, you know, I want you guys to do better than me. You yes. know, I, I want you guys to learn that stuff. And, and just because, you know, I, you know, we don't do shampoos in our shop, back home doesn't mean that you guys shouldn't be offering them in your shops. If right. that fits your box and you know that your clientele requires shampoo services and they require uh, hair coloring services, then go for it, man. I mean, the sky's the limit, really. You know, it, it really depends on whatever, you know, uh, uh, box that they decide is, you know, for them. One exercise
0: I did in, in my classroom that was really fun for the students. Um, I had them come up on the board and everyone had to write down an extra service. And we had over like so many extra services. I'm, I'm everybody else right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, so, so, so like, even, it was, what's funny is like, he did that and then he was like, he even came by the instructor. So we was like, oh, okay, hold on. Yeah. You know, so, but I was like, you know, when I started looking back at it, I was like, man, what about facial? You know, we were talking about like facials and we was like, you know, dudes, yeah, even dudes get facials, man, yeah, even yeah, women yeah. get yeah. facials. You know, I didn't even look at like things like, oh, you could do an Olaplex hair treatment, you know what I'm saying? And for for women. And I mean, that's just it's just so many different benefits of like, so like honestly, like I was thinking about, you know, thinking about certain things of like, okay, yeah, you could do this in a shop, but then like Craig, who's like constantly thinking, like all the time, like if you you talk to him and you like you see him, he's like, like, Craig, what are you doing? Like, man, I'm just thinking about something. You'll know, say so he's al- he's always doing yeah. that. So you're like, okay. But it's like just doing like even that little exercise, like I was just thought of like so many different of like Olaplex treatments, like I said, yeah. facials, uh, you know, doing things like making disinfectant sprays for hair and stuff, you know, after the cut and everything, you know, just different little things that people don't think about because they're like a lot of barbershops. Like, example, like I used to live in North Carolina. It's it's like a assembly line. They're not doing anything. They're not giving shampoos. They're not doing any of that yeah. stuff. You sit down in a chair. Ten minutes later, you up and you gone. You know what I'm saying? But you get go to some shops. You like, wow, they really care and they're doing all these things and they get a lot. They have a lot of client retention because they're offering these extra little things that people appreciate. But you know, not a lot of people think about.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, and 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 obviously you guys, I don't know what book you teach out of, but even when you go into the history of barbering, and and this is just stuff that I know just from being in the industry, but you know, our industry kind of, you know, suffered a a bit, you know, when the long hair came in and, um, and and the salons really capitalized on the men's services because there was a, there was a, a a need that they could feel right. Mm -hmm. Well, we see that happening all over again, you know, back, I mean, probably going back 7 years ago when when barbering really started coming back and 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 becoming popular i started noticing all of these um salons that were that rolling out these barbershop themed uh environments but they were they were again taking this male client into their into their establishments because they can go above and beyond and provide these services that the barbers yes. were failing to to meet you know and i think some of that goes back to just understanding your clientele and and the needs that that um, you know that they have. I mean, obviously you can't you can't force you know a manicure and a and a massage onto right. you know guy that that's a construction worker that's just trying to come in and get a short haircut. You know, but but yeah, understanding your market and and going after that is is awesome.
0: Well, well, that's where the creativity of the instructors come in to do our, our research and make the students say, hey, we are invested in this, so we're going to find ways to make your experience at this barber college worthwhile. Because your experience is similar to mine's. I didn't have that push when I was learning do this. It was just, hey, get on the floor and cut. And I'm like, yeah. okay. And that's all I wanted to do. But I didn't realize there was so much more until I started researching myself and becoming an instructor. I'm like, man, I missed yeah. out. I, I cost no. myself so yeah. much money when I was cutting hair in the barbershop
1: because I wouldn't do no services. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh but hey, you know and the thing is though and and I feel the same way, you know. I feel like there was a lot of stuff that that I could have done um differently or should have done differently, but but now we're in a place to actually make a difference. Yes. Make sure that you know in our school that we're teaching these students and inspiring them to to be whatever be whatever it is that they can be. Do I like to think that hey, my way's the right way? Of course, you know I want to. Yes. I want to create a bunch of little mini me's, but you know <laughs> you, you got to understand where they're at and you know and support them. So
0: make 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 learning fun. That's my motto. So I'm the type of learner. When I was in college and high school, whatever was fun for me, I remember those classes. I remember those instructors how they inspired me. So my job now and is is just to kind of think of creative ways. What are yeah. creative ways that I can also enjoy? watching the students learn and them enjoying it while they're learning. So those things are critical for me. And I want I want it to be an experience. Yep. I want it to be an experience when you come to Crown Cuts Academy. Um, so, And that's why you see when we have our Instagram page, we try to make it like, hey, I, you, you have to put something on there every day. Yep. I want the students to know that, hey, they are appreciated. Hey, we are marketing you. We want you to be the
1: next best thing coming out of Crown Cuts Academy. You have a reputation to uphold. Yeah, and you know, um, and, and this is kind of the conversation that, that Tyreek and I had before. You know, I opened my school, and 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 I and I see it with you, you know, or with your school, and and there have been a, a whole lot of schools, man, that that we know how it is, man. It's like the race to get accredited, and raise that price, and and, and just sign over those, the, you know, those certificates, and and now we got guys like like yourself, you know, Tyreek, myself, you know, the Ivan Zoots all these guys that actually really care and that 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 want to help out and want to see the industry change and, and, yes. and are actually and actually actively doing our part and and like I told my students the other day or or at the uh, convention we had the other day that you know essentially is is it's, it's almost just like living in a place of increase you know and and my idea for the school was just a, a little seed that got planted and it's growing into a tree to produce yes. More seeds to to grow more trees, and and if we can all do that, you know whether it's in your state or my state or back in California, eventually our industry is going to be very strong, you know. And, and
0: I, I heard a quote about a couple of years ago, and it, it alludes to what you just said with the seed and the tree. Yeah. And the quote is, um, I think it says, um, "The indicative of a of a man is to plant a seed of a tree for a tree that he'll never get shade from."
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you know,
0: know what I mean. You planting the seed of a tree that you might never get shade from.
1: Yeah, Man, that, that's, that's what you know. Go ahead. Right. Well, I, I was, you know, when I was working with the state to to put this school in, like I said, there hasn't been a school here in in many years, and and the executive director of the of the state board here, I've worked hand in hand with, and 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 that's basically what I had to tell her. I was like, hey, listen, we're we're not doing this for us, you right. know. I was like, what we're doing right now is for when we're long gone, you know, yes. we're we're setting this up for when we're long gone. So that's how we have to look at these decisions that we're making, the rules that, that I'm pushing for, the laws that I'm pushing for changing again. Yeah. Do we need some of it now? Correct. But we also need to protect and strengthen uh, the integrity of the of the industry. You know, yes, sir.
0: I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, so we're talking about I know you, you have your pen and paper. I have one for you. Um we do something called Fades and Flows. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about it, if you see it. No, 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 no. So what Fades and Flows is, is we've done it three years in a row. My school's been open since 2017, April. Okay. So what Fades and Flows is, I have, there's always students with all different types of talents in your school, as you know. Yeah. So I bring, Saturday evening, I have all the students, the top students, whoever wanna participate, and I make it into a competition. I have been a live band, and I have a food truck outside, and I just tell them cut and invite the community and tell them bring their family and friends in. It's an event in the evening that people want to go to, kind of like an art gallery, an art show, yeah. watching students perform at their best, and just give them a, a prize for the top barber. And it goes over so well with the students. They come prepared, they come dressed up, and they look forward to it. And it's been so successful, and we were supposed to do it during COVID, but COVID kind of put us on a hole, so I'm yeah. hoping to do it again in in February. But it's one of the most, I can't, I can't even describe the event, because yeah, we have sounds, about three hundred to, to 400 people come into the event just to see the students perform with their families. It's so fun. That's something
1: I can recommend. Yeah, I, and, I, I wrote that down, man. I got that. Now, is this something that, that you, you're bringing in, you know, clients off the street for them to work on, or is it just anything goes, any sort of talent that they have, whatever it is they want to do?
0: No, no, they bring, they bring the individual client to cut their hair. And it's basically like okay. a barber competition in the evening, just gotcha. kind of showcase for them.
1: Gotcha. And gotcha. with a live
0: band and just performing some food and
1: just making yeah. it to really just. Mm. Yeah, and how you know because that that's I like that man. I, I think that's a great idea, and and I'm really big on um and you know this is our first go around. We just opened in March, you know, shortly right. before COVID. But um, one of the things I'm really big on is 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 really empowering the students and letting them come up with whatever it is that they think that they want to do, you right. know? And, and, and um, so something like that, man, I, I think that's a great idea. I like that.
0: Or even we do the each one teach one on Friday, Friday
1: Fridays. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I am already taking that one from you, man. I, <laughs> I, I got that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I am. I hope you don't mind, man. So we'll, we'll give you a shout out when we do it, man. Maybe we we'll hey, give you a shout Again, out this out.
0: platform is for myself, you, for us to come on here and just kind of brainstorm yeah. and build each other up.
1: It's not a competition.
0: Yeah. It's about lifting each other up. That's how I see yeah. it that's
1: how I see the platform to I think it's grow. uh it, sorry to cut you off man I apologize on that You're fine. I, I was going to say I think it's uh it, it's coming from a place of uh creation rather than competition you know By far. and um yeah and and it's easy to uh it, or I think in the in the barber industry at least in the past you know it, guys are always like oh man you know that's my competition you know I can't share ideas with them and that was the thing that I that I thought was so special when I came to South Dakota Mm -hmm. Um, I I was flying back and forth every month um, from California to South Dakota when I was opening the school and they asked me to come speak at the annual barbers convention. So I go and it's a it's a small group. There was probably, I don't know, 30, 40 barbers and their and their wives and such. And um, and it was the first time that I saw a group of people from all different barbershops all across the state. And they were all there. Just cohesiveness. One purpose. I mean. You know, and I was like, man, like that, that, that wasn't happening back in California. You know, I mean, there are some, you know, we have some friends that that have shops and they're doing really well that we connect and, and network and that, but, but it wasn't like this, you know, and I, I, that's when I knew I was onto something special out here, man. Good, good. I I like to hear that. Yeah. That's important because, and I tell them all the time, Hey,
0: when the tide comes in, all should rise. (laughs) (laughs) It's not one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, all all of them <laughs> rise. So yeah. and it's important because this industry has done so much for me. I've had my barbershop since two thousand and four and I still currently own it. Yeah. And I was like, man, this opportunity to give back. You learn, earn, and return.
1: And yeah. you can't be selfish in that. Nah, man. Yeah, if that's uh I think I think it, it's it's something that guys like yourself and guys in, in this sort of position learn um is that you know the like the the financial stuff that that that's a byproduct man right. like you you really got to get in there and, and really want to do well for other people you know and 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 like as we talked about earlier man people know that you know they know when you're phony yes. and when you're you know you're a slime ball and you're just trying to get them to <laughs> you know when i when i do my enrollment meetings with students i'm like hey listen i'm not trying to talk you into being here okay
0: right.
1: it, i'm gonna tell you this is what we do but if you don't want to be here, I do not want you here right? because it's not the right environment for it. Like if if you're getting talked into something, to me, it's not about the money. The money will come, oh, money will come you know, if we it's do easy. the right thing, you know.
2: So let me ask you a question. Do
1: uh,
0: yes, you sir. have
2: any questions, Ray? Um, you, you know, my, I guess my thing, one of my questions is, okay, like you said, you came you came from California, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got... You know, black and gold out there, you got Vic the Barber, you got all these guys out there, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, what made you like what research? Cause like, I mean, obviously you decided you were gonna open up a school, like what research did you do to say, you know what? Okay, South Dakota's was where I need to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, all the places, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like for real, you went from California to South yeah. Dakota, you sunshine and palm trees, and then you know what I'm saying you go to Mount Rushmore, you know. I so know. it's like how do you de- how do you determine, okay, South Dakota is where I need to be? you know what I'm saying when you especially when you were in a market in california where you got all these guys out there you yeah. know these hard hitters out there like you go to south dakota
1: you know it's i think when, when something's your calling like a lot of us wait for it to smack you in the face and say hey this is what you're supposed to do and it doesn't really work like that you know um i you know just to give you a little bit of background i grew up in vallejo california which is you know, it's a, it's, it's a rough area, you know, and, and, you know, grew up going to the barbershops in there where, you know, places where like E-40 would go get his hair cut and, you know, be legit and all these guys. And, and, and some of those barbers are still cutting uh, hair out there, you know, they still have their shops going and stuff. And, and, and I thought that, that was, you know, I was like, man, I want to get into the barbershop, man, this is what I want to do. You know, and I, I didn't even end up working in Belay. I went and worked about 20 minutes um, north of Belay in a, in my man, you'll appreciate it in Napa Valley, man. Wine country. Wow. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's but, uh, yeah, man. Um, but uh, to answer your question, you know, my, my wife's family was from out here. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to open a school. Uh, my mentor, was, he was from the 40s and 50s era. He was a, a businessman, very smart, uh, very knowledgeable in the haircutting industry. Um, and, and we'd always talked about opening a school. And prior to me opening my shop in in Napa, um, I had a uh, plan to open a school and uh, and it just, for whatever reason, it, it didn't work out. When I would come out here to South Dakota and visit, I was always like, man, where's all the barber shops at? You know, because back home, it's like a barber shop on every corner, you know? And that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. And, and <laughs> come to find out there was no school and there was like 150 barbers in the whole state. And I was like, oh. man, so I'm like, <clears throat> I've always said I wanted to make a difference in the industry. This is my chance. Like, yes. This is my chance. I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I didn't know. My my. We had a two-year-old son. My wife was pregnant. She was about two months pregnant. And um, I was like, we're, we're going for it, you know? And, and so she came out here. I stayed back home and I would come out once a month. People thought I was crazy. Mm. They were like, you know, South Dakota doesn't need a school. It's not gonna mm. work. The weather and all this stuff, and again, I didn't know how it was going to work. I just knew it was going to happen. And, and, you know, first step, sign in the little application. And right. and, um, and it was a blessing in disguise, man. And and like I said, it, it wasn't something that smacked me upside the head and told me, you know, you know, this is it. But, but it's like that little whisper and just following that, that, that feeling in your stomach and and just trusting the process. And it, it has been a journey, though, man. It, it's it's a trip. It's going to be a good journey. I can assure you that it's yeah, going to so, be a good yeah.
2: journey. So you saw where the gap was <coughs> and decided, okay, I'm going to fill that by doing. Okay, I'm yeah,
1: gonna, yeah and I and I just I, I you know I genuinely care about the barber industry. Yes, I sir. I genuinely care about that. I can tell. <laughs> and so I said, you know what, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to open a school, and I'm just going to do the right thing. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the students and you know my best whether they good, bad, or indifferent, you know, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the students don't, you know, That's they, part they of it. probably don't, yeah, you know how it is, man, but, but you're, you're, you're really genuinely passionate about, um, you know, the integrity of our, of our industry, you want to see it do well, you want to see the people that are in it doing well, and not to knock on back home, but, you know, back home, it wasn't really, it, it was like, you know, there, there's some really talented barbers out there, and, and there's a lot of, uh progress but the school system out there man it's like these dudes aren't they're they're not they're not putting into these people man they're not putting no money in the in the in, into that bank and in, in, right. into those guys you know what i mean and, and that was missing there you know yeah because one of one of my things with my
0: students i'm like hey i can guarantee you when you leave my school you'll be able to cut hair yeah but what i want from you is effort and a great attitude and everything else right. i'll take care of i i yeah. guarantee i'll give you what you need I'll go above and beyond and give you what you need to be the best student possible. Correct. Because like you said, I've been to several schools and from the East Coast, mostly on the East Coast, and, I, and I'm like, man, for a student to feel like they're getting ready to graduate and they can't cut hair? Yeah. You don't know how to do a proper haircut, how to use your shears, how to do a fade? That's, that's scary.
1: Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, nah,
0: I'm not doing that
1: you know what's funny is like when i went to school and and i actually ran into at, at one of the NACAS meetings i ran into a, a a guy that i went to school with and, and he actually has a school now back home and and um we were talking and we were like man like i was like man do you ever remember reading the book at school and he's like nah man i don't remember reading the book come to think of it i don't ever remember an instructor stepping out and telling me like, Hey, this is how to, you know, nothing, man. It was just like figuring it out on, on, on your own, you know? And, and, uh, but yeah, I agree, man. It's like, you know, we got to make sure that that we're preparing them to, to, to get out there and to at least be functional. You you at least need to know the fundamentals, you know, and, and what you do from there sort of in their hands. In addition, and I think you, you do the exact same thing is obviously, um, that being said, it's more than just teaching them how to cut hair. We're teaching them how to make good life decisions. We're teaching them how to understand their self worth. We're teaching them, yes. you know, the importance of, you know, uh, 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 pricing their business the correct way and yes. doing all of those other things. And and the, the haircutting hair cutting is just the byproduct. You know, it's like <laughs> I, that should be that should be the the expectation that you leave here knowing.
0: You know, I tell them all the time, hey. Haircut is the easiest part. They're like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, trust me. Yeah. The yeah. haircut is the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. The haircut for me and you will be the easiest part. When you and and uh, thank God, like I, I am really fortunate. Like majority of my students, I say a high percentage of them when they leave, I'm like, man, these dudes are do men and girls, they're like way better than I am. Yeah. I'm like, man. And they're like, man, no, you're way better. I am like, hey, trust me. Yeah, my first nine months of learning how to cut hair, where you are right now,
1: you exceeded the expectations. Exactly, man. It, you know what's funny is um, the other day, we had this barber convention here, and of all the students, you know, the the the, the association was like, "Hey, you know, can you um, can you have one of your or some of your students do some haircuts?" I picked the girl at our school that is the shyest one in the whole <laughs> school, you know. And, um, but I, but I, but I see something in her, right. you know, I, I've see she, I can remember sitting in the chair I don't have any hair and I'm like, Hey, just run the clippers over my head. And it was like, yeah, you know what I mean? And yes. now she's yep. out, you know, out here in front of, you know, 60, 70 people, Confidence. um, doing the haircut and they were blown away. They were like, man, this is what you guys are doing at your school yes, because sir. it was barber quality, professional barber quality work going out there. Like our. Our um, haircuts that come out of the school, yes, are better than most barber shops. Oh, I can guarantee that. that. that out there,
0: I, I yeah. guarantee that. I, yeah. I, I, I second that. I believe that. I mean, and, yeah. and that's what the aim should be. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what the aim should be. Prepare yourself in the school, so when you leave,
1: hey, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I, and I agree with you, man. I, I, my, like I tell them, man. I, I'm like, hey, listen, if just one of you goes on and does better than, than what I've done in my career, then I'm like, man, I'm sleeping like a baby, man. i <laughs> for, sure. you know? for sure, for and, sure. And that thing is still going on with schools because I speak to Ray all the
0: time. He's like, Craig, the school I went to, they give you a textbook and be like, hey.
2: Yeah, so he you know can- what I'm saying? You, <laughs> hey, you, you, off, you off on your own, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, it's, I think one thing great about school is like, you can learn from one another. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like you can learn from other, other barbers. And I've seen people and been around places and like you, you're learning from the other barbers as opposed to your instructor like yourself or Craig or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Hey, you no, know, this, you know what I'm saying? This is what you need. Okay. You, you having a hard time blending right here. Go slower. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Rel- relax, you know, just, just some of the little things like, you don't even think about, but you know, you're like, you're like, wow, just those little tidbits and you're like, and you put them in your tool belt but then you know I'm saying you become more proficient and you're like okay now I get it and then you know Craig is like you know what I can look at you and see when it clicked you know what I'm saying yeah. and then it's it's so funny to see because like I get to hear him with his his one-liners and all that stuff all the time yeah, yeah. but he tells them like yo I know when it clicked for you and in like you know they're so confident you can like it's it's like seeing the confidence come into them and saying okay Hey, I got it. I, I got it now. Because one of yeah. one of the
0: biggest things I think is giving the students confidence. When they yep. feel confident and have a formula to get to the haircut, it's not going to be perfect the first time. It's not be perfect the second yeah. time. It's yeah. not going to be perfect the third, fourth, fifth time. But once you have a formula and you have the confidence where you can be independent and go through the haircut, yeah. you will get better.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's funny. We we uh we just had uh one of our cl- our second class. see in here um what we do is you have to have 150 hours in the classroom before you can get out on the floor yes. and so um they just finished up their 150 hours you know this class and so um they, they were getting ready to hit the floor some of them last week you know in the earlier part of the week and then some on on saturday and you could just see like man well you know how are we going to do it you know what how, you know how are we going to make sure and i was like hey don't even worry about it. i got you man we we're going to get through this and, and uh you know, you, you get them out there and you just see those little breakthrough moments, you know, and, and, and setting the bar small. Like some of them think, you know, like when I get when I, I've i been doing this a long time, even though I'm new to having a school, I've been training people a very long time. And, you know, a victory could be something as simple as just holding a clipper correctly. Yes. Or making good contact, yes. you know, going up to the parietal ridge, you know, yes. and I'm like, hey, just do that. Let's just yes. focus on that. Le- in your you guards. Know, yeah, and, and maybe somebody else is like, oh, well, you know, they're not doing this correctly or they're standing in the wrong spot. Hey, right now, priority one is just making contact on the head. Yes. That's what we're focusing on, you know, just getting them through, getting them comfortable draping the client, getting them comfortable, you know, holding the comb or whatever that is. And, you know, it's, it, it is really cool, man, to see them um, have those breakthrough moments. Being able to have a good
0: conversation, relax the client, yeah. relax yourself. Those, Those are like manageable things i'm like hey are we working on the day all i wanted to see you do today was just set a straight line yeah give me a good transition line and i'm good go yeah. up to the pride of the rich, i'm good just follow just yeah. get a formula in your mind because you're gonna have your own style of cutting hair i will yeah. give you the basic to get you independent but you're gonna have your own style of cutting hair to get you your desired results
1: yeah, yeah do you uh do, you, do your students, do you feel like they all are sort of, um, you know, comparing themselves to where the other <laughs> students at and how, well, this guy's getting this and how come he's already able to do that? And... All the time, all, yeah. all the
0: time. And I how, tell do you, you know, how do you
1: pull them back in and refocus? I use that quote.
0: The fruit is going to ripe yeah. when it needs to ripe. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. All yeah. fruits,
0: all vegetables, they ripe at a different time. Yeah. You can't, Your, your, your it's your muscle, your memory. Your muscle and your memory is different from my muscle and my memory. Your muscle and your memory is different from his muscle and his memory. He might be able to comprehend things differently. And I use so many different analogies and quotes and I'll break it down in the classroom sometimes, even on the board where I'll draw like 10 different animals and have them thinking like, what are you doing? I'm like, just take your time and watch. There's an ant, there's a fly, there's a bug, there's a bird, there's a snake, there's an elephant, a giraffe. A pig and a rat. How yeah. do I teach them to climb the wall? Yeah, they have different skills, so you have. Yeah. They'll learn on their own. They'll try to figure it out on their own.
1: Everybody's different, but they're all animals. Yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true, man. You see it, I see it, man. It's like you know, we'll, we'll get you there. You know, so take your time. I right fart,
0: but the, the the joy for me is just understanding and having the patience to be like, and I hope. And that's one of the key things for instructors. You have to have patience. Yeah. You have to understand and, and exhibit patience. You can't blow off steam and thinking that, hey, you have to get the student from point A to point B in, in, in a day or two days. Relax. Yeah. It's going to come.
1: Because if oh, you're yeah.
0: panicking, they're going to panic. Yeah. You got to be relaxed. Yeah. And if you're in this industry as an instructor, you, sh- you should know. And if you love it to the point where a tail will come down your eye when they succeed or they don't give their all, you know you're it know for the right reason.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had, uh, I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing it a long time, man. And, and and I didn't always, you know, I would say do it as gracefully, you know, right. I've, I've, you know, been hard on people, um, you know, created this expectation for them and be, you know, you, you almost want like, man, why, why can't you just, you know, whatever. And, but you learn through those failures and, and, like you said, you know, just kind of being patient and understanding and and, and seeing, like, it's, it's funny because the more people you work with and you're seeing, like, how people learn differently and you're seeing how people can, can you know, one student can just, they can hear what you're saying and then they can just go apply it. Right. Somebody else, they actually have to get their hands on the, on the clippers and they got to, like, really sit there and focus doing clipper over comb or, you know, and. And to
0: solid. boost confidence, I tell them every day, hey, I learn from you guys to be a better instructor every day. Yeah, I learn from each and one of you guys every day. You guys have taught me so much to be a better instructor, be a better person, even to be a better borrower. Because some students will come up with a technique that you, okay, man, okay, you came up with that. I like that. Let me try that to teach it that way.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Um, oh yeah. Um, one of the things I, I have a problem with at times, and I was like, students always want to go fast with the Clippers. I'm like, hey, yeah. how? I, and, I, and it took me about a couple of weeks. How do I figure out? To kind of get them to slow it down, I was like, you know what? Let me have them use their fingertips because if you yeah. use your fingertips, almost like the clippers yeah. is falling. Yep. So you have to go slow, and yep. that has been like a game changer for me. Yep. Just trying to figure that out. Use your fingertips instead of going so fast. You have it. You barely have your, your index finger and your middle finger on the clippers, and your thumb on the top. Yep. You're gonna slow it down. Yeah. And then we, it's just gonna come. Yeah, just we teach those, that one. <laughs> Just those little things like that. It helps
1: a lot. Yeah, a lot. And, you know, and again, I think, you know, what what happens is, and, and you know, all of them, they're so excited, they want to cut hair, they want to learn, and then they go and get on YouTube. And then they see a barber that's doing, you know, like, he, he's cutting hair like this. And right. you're like, and so they think like, hey, that's how you have to do it. Mm-mm. And it's like, man, the you know, the speed will come. Yes, The speed comes not from moving fast, the speed comes from making good quality strokes, you know, using the right tools. I'm like, man, that technique that that guy's using because he's using the wrong tool for that part of the haircut. That's why he has to do it so many times. If he had a good tool, he would just be making one smooth cut, you know? Right, it's important because
0: my thing was, initially I would give them 200 hours but then it was just like, Craig, when, when, when am I getting my kit? When am I getting my kit? I'm like, hey, relax. And when they get their kit, they get nervous. Yeah.
1: So I had to kind of scale
0: it down between 150 and 200 just like yourself. Yeah. I'm like, when can I get my kit? When can I get my kit? Your kid is coming, relax. Take some time, yeah. to get that kit. What I want you to do now your first month of school is just understand what the half guard does. Yeah. What the one guard does. Know how to palm your shares, yeah. How to use your straight razor. Ask question to other students, use your eyes and make it become your muscle memory. Sweep up a little bit, be part of the shop. That's things you're gonna do. When you're not busy, you're gonna sweep up. Do some cleaning, be a part of this team, be a part of this brand. And a lot of them don't understand that, that hey, you building yourself up, you paying some homage to get onto the floor. It's part of it. And they think it's just like one school. Most schools will do it and they understand that process for you to get to that floor just to kind of ease the
1: anxiety and make you comfortable but let them tell they're like you're holding me back <laughs> yeah oh yeah and but you know what like the thing is, is like I, and i tell my students this all the time i'm like hey listen you may not understand it right now you know you the, the things that you're hearing right now like i don't expect you to understand no. it i just need you to trust that i'm doing the right thing by you that that, that, that i'm not leading you in the wrong direction yes and it will make sense i promise you it didn't make sense to me when when my guy was mentoring me i was like man this dude is crazy like yep, you, yep. you tell me tell me this like come on man but i think when they get out on the field in the field they're going to be like call you up and be like Man, so you good. were right. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yeah. and, and,
0: yep. That, uh, that's why you are trying to lift weights today and gain the muscle tomorrow. It's not yeah, happening.
1: yeah. It ain't gonna happen, man. It's not yeah.
0: happening. <laughs> Some people lift weights for like three months and still don't gain a muscle. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yep. you try to do it in one day and two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you, you might. Yeah, it's it's not that easy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah um. But it's a pleasure though. I'm, I'm happy I had talking to you. Um. What What do you think about so? You said, how many barbershops are there in South Dakota?
1: And how do they go about that? Man, I wish I I wish I knew that uh, answer. I, I know the last time I, I checked it was like 150 160 barbers in the entire state. Um, obviously those numbers are going back up. We we have 17 students right now. That's um, good. we just we just graduated a handful of the crossover students that um, took their state boards and all of them passed. Great, so, congrats, um, congrats. Yeah. So but we definitely see those numbers increasing. Um the town we're in, we're very close to Mount Rushmore, we're in Rapid City. Who come uh, to visit? Yeah, you no, know, you no, dude, hey. Listen, man, I, you are going to come to visit, man. So, um and and you know, we got some things planned like I want to do some shows out here. Uh right. there there's definitely a, a huge need, so so we'll bring you out um, and, and would love to have you in the school, even if it's just come in and, and hang out or uh, obviously you can teach a class or whatever that is. I, I love doing that. Before I
0: yeah. my school, I volunteered, I volunteered at several schools just to kind of go and give a hand and just trying to be there and talk to the students because I know instructors, students put so much pressure on instructors and they think that the grass is always green on the other side. Oh yeah, and oh yeah. And that I'm not getting <laughs> taught enough yeah. and you're not giving me enough. Yeah. Uh, you're taking too much away from you. Not giving, I'm like, hey, most instructors and owners they go through the same thing, exactly. Most students go through the same thing, they have some type of gripe of why they're not getting what they need to get,
1: and it's yeah. never on them, it's always on us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, that's something that, that in time they'll learn, hopefully, yes. you know, and, and you know, I'm sure you know you went through it yourself and and ray you probably went through it yourself too and i know i have man you know i was i used to be the biggest headed you know <laughs> backwards thinking all of that stuff man and and um you know as you as you get older and wiser and more humble and yes and, and uh, more experienced you know some of those things come to uh you know, come come to light. You know, and, and I think a lot of that goes back to just having ownership, man. Taking yes. ownership of everything that, that that goes on in your life, man. And, and and once once people can do that, once your students or or even just people in general can can take ownership of, of everything that happens in their life, man. Like life changes, you by know? far. So, um, how what
0: do you tell your students about booth or commission and what is it like out there in, in North in North South South
1: South Dakota? Dakota? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we haven't got to that part of the book just yet. Obviously I do a lot of coaching, um, yeah. with them, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm creating a bunch of entrepreneurs here. They're going to go open up, you know, multiple chair shops or multiple locations, but, um, <clears throat> we explore it both, you know, and, and chat with them about, um, the, the, the different options, you know, as a business owner, you know, obviously booth rental is not ideal. You know, you have um less control over the staff you know you you uh financially you're not going to make as much money um but you but sometimes you don't have to worry about necessarily um some of the stuff the headaches that come with being a, a business owner you know right. <laughs> um commission um obviously that that's a great uh way to create some sort of accountability there um and and people contributing to to the shop and um you know and and financially you know uh, reaping the benefits as an owner, you know and 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 um and then there's also the structure of um you know hourly pay with with commission, you know, where maybe mm. you're getting benefits and um like I tell some of these guys like, hey, man, when you get out of school, like your goal should not be to just go out and go to wherever you can make the most money, like go find a shop of somebody that genuinely wants to help you mentor you, where you're gonna get some haircuts under your belt. We'll worry about the money later. The money it's will come, come if we're focusing on the right things. Yes. So it may be okay to go work in a shop next to the military base where you're going to be doing 20, 30 haircuts a day. But guess what? You're going to get a lot of experience. You're going to learn how to work under pressure. You're going to learn how to move fast, right? Then you can go think about working at you know, Joe's Barbershop and doing you know whatever that is. So I'm, I'm all for exploring all the different options and, and really finding you know, what fits best for, for that particular person. You know?
0: I, I am on the same page with you. Um, and one of, the, one of the things you said previously um, about um, that alluded to the next question is when a student goes into a shop, how long should they stay and how long before they open the shop? Because most students thinking they can just come out of school and open the shop. Yeah, And it basically it's a twofold question. Yeah. And I tell them, hey, take some time, get to know someone, go in the shop and learn the intricacies, and yeah. give a shop owner at least two to two and a half years before yeah. you jump into a shop. Because there's so much that you have to think about that you're not seeing. Because yeah. some people make it so easy because one thing, if they don't complain. Yeah, And when you don't complain, that doesn't mean you're not going through something. You just know how to handle it
1: and deal with things better than yeah. most. Exactly. Well, I, I think there's a lot of uh, of components to that question. And, and like my, I guess my overall answer is, um one yeah i i don't think it's a great idea to hop right out of school and go and open a shop can it be done of course there, yes. there's a guy here in our town that that pretty much right out of school for the most part went on his own and, and he's doing really well you know he, he's a phenomenal hair cutter he's, he's really good at branding and marketing has done really well for himself um those those are the those are the 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 you know few and far between yes you know and you know, again, coming from um, where I'm from, Napa Valley, they have some of the best restaurants in the whole world. And wine. In Napa and in wine. Yeah, so anytime you need wine, man, I got you on that, yes, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, but there's a, there's a restaurant there. It's called the French Laundry. It's owned by Thomas Keller. He, he's, he's arguably the, the, the most famous chef in the world. Mm. Guys get out of culinary school and flock to come and work at his restaurant just to learn and they're gonna go in there and they may be bussing tables. They may be a line cook, they may be dishwashing, but by the time they're done there, they're gonna go on and open up a very successful shop because they're learning, you know, those guys measure each little piece of tape and then cut it with scissors to put on, you know, they're they're learning those things and- Interesting. And and, and, yeah, and sometimes that stuff gets skipped, you know, and and I would strongly suggest for for people to um, ride out of school to go and get some experience. And again, don't just go to any shop. I mean, you, you right. gotta do your homework. I mean, you know, go somewhere where th- there's an owner that actually genuinely wants to see you do well, be honest with them. Hey, I'm fresh out of school. I'm looking for, you know, a place to, to really work hard and to learn over the next few years. And um, this is what I'm willing to give you. And right. this is what my expectations are in return. And if it doesn't work, hey, it doesn't work, but- No hard feelings. Um, yeah man and and but i think again a lot of you know i heard it myself when i when i was first cutting hair um the guy that i ended up going to again i was going to go work in vallejo but i found this other guy and i was like man who's this old man that's doing a taper on this other old man and he didn't even know it was a taper it was just him blending the hair out and i was like man this dude knows how to do this this guy knows something so i went and i worked for him and i had all these clients and they were like Man, you need to open your own shop. You need to open your own shop. Even my my family and everybody. And I was like, I, what I'm learning from this guy is invaluable. invaluable. I, I, like it's the only reason I have this school here today. Right. It was because I was willing to sacrifice for 12 years working under this guy, learning everything I could from him. To me, that was worth it. You know, could I have went and made more money on my own? Of course. Right. But again, what I was learning from this man. As a mentor, as a, a hair cutter, as business master barber, man, it was it was priceless, you know. And and, and I think, you know, culture today, society today is is we want to skip those things. We want that instant gratification. We want yeah. we want to get the cars and you know how it looks online, man. And it's not like that, man. You got to go through that journey, man. You got to go straight to the big muscles. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah. 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 Straight straight to squatting four hundred pounds without you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know
0: where they do that at or who make that up yeah. Who, who, yeah. who can do that you know what I mean? but hey D man it was a pleasure talking to you I know you, you have uh you're a busy man out there what time is it anyway for the people who are uh, listening on that we yeah, started right at 5 30 yeah. so it's like what time out there is it right yeah, now it's,
1: it's 4 35 right now so okay wow. yep so yep yep
0: yep so you,
1: you're out behind us yeah.
0: um what is it like out there in South Dakota talk, talk to us about the landscape the what is it like, what is it,
1: what is What is it? I, I don't know nothing about South, yeah. I always wanted to go there, but. It's, you know what, it's different, man. Coming from California is <laughs> different. Um, they don't have the coronavirus out here. No, I'm playing. <laughs> 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 but you know, I mean, realistically, it, it's, you know, kind of laughing or whatever, but like when we go to my son's, you know, school or gymnastics, like they're not wearing masks and you know, everything is business as usual, man. Like during this whole pandemic, you know, initially we shut down just to kind of you know get a grasp right. of things but but man we, we've been open for business and and um you oh. know people are you know the the governor here has given um you know the the businesses the freedom to uh you know make that decision and some some places require masks and and doing that stuff but it's a different way of life out here man it's slower it's a lot slower um you know it's funny when i was flying back and forth I would get out here, and, and, like, what you notice is all the people driving the slow lane until you're ready to pass somebody up. You drive, <laughs> you change lanes, you yeah. pass them up, and then you get back over. That's respect. Yeah, California, man, it's like you, I don't know if you've ever been, but, like, yep, you know, yep. driving in San Francisco, man, if, you, if you're if you not, you know, on the gas right off the gate, man, people are honking at you, flipping you yeah. off. And, yeah, I've, and, yeah. I've been I've been to San Fran out of college. Uh, the 49ers picked me
0: up. I went to camp out there.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was out there in
0: San Fran for a little bit.
1: Out of boy, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah Did so you end up playing or? I didn't play much. I didn't
0: play much. It was just a one year thing, and I, it, it didn't work for me. Barbering was my yeah. thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, our, the Raiders training camp is about, I don't know, maybe a couple blocks from our barber shop. So wow. Um, yes, yeah, so we get to we get to see some of those guys every now and then. You know, so, when they're in town. But. So you're a Raiders fan. Oh yeah, man! Oh yeah! I, Sorry, I don't man. know so much no more, man. Once I once I got into uh, betting, man. I, you know, I learned you can never bet on or against the Raiders, man. Because you never knew what was gonna happen. You know what I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, man. Sorry. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta end this in uh, this meeting.
0: But I got Raiders colors on.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you notice my school's Raider colors, man?
0: Uh, I like so. that. That, that was the but, color of my school initially. I wanted to be silver and black, but
1: yeah. Yeah, we're I'm, in Bronco I'm from, territory. I'm from Detroit, so I,
0: got no, I ain't got no bearing in none of <laughs> yeah, this right now. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, D, man, before we close, it was a pleasure talking to you. We're going to stay, stay in touch. I got your yeah. number. I'm yep. going to start it. I'll call you. I'll link yes. you up with Ray. Um, I also want you yep. to check out, I do something with mental health. It's called the Confess Project. Yep. Um, about I did it. an interview with, um, on NPR about a month ago. Check okay. it out. Just pull it up on um, mental health. What uh, what we're doing is using Barbna as a platform to educate and to be advocate for our clients, teaching them where to get resources, where to get help if they go through some stuff. As you yep. know and I know, when we sit in the chair and people sit in the chair and talk to their barbers, they get personable and they have a liking for your individual barber. You tell them everything. Oh, yes. So this guy Lorenzo Lewis out of Arkansas, he came up with this thing called Confess Project, which I'm an ambassador for. And we're just using our platform yep. to teach and educate people about mental health. I teach my students as well, just to get them acclimated. Let them know, hey, you are more than just a barber now. Yep. You have to care about your community. You have to give back. Correct. So if, even if it's just having to listen in the air or being a resource and say, hey, I have this number for this clinician. If you're going through something, just call them to help our community get back to where it needs to be and just lift everyone up. Um, it's an important thing to me and and Ray. So if you have a chance, check it out. It's called the Confess Project. Yep. Um, it's a major thing and. Just again, using barbering barbers as a platform to get the point across.
1: I agree with that, man, and 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 I, you know, something that obviously as barbers, you know, I've been doing myself for a long time, man, and 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 I, I you're a hundred percent spot on, man, and and there is a sense of an obligation there, and um, it is something that that is being missed right now, I think, in barbering, where people are so focused on the haircut and they're yes. forgetting that it's that human interaction that people are craving, man, and and. Even Elon Musk the other day, you know, was quoted as saying, you know, with by I think it's twenty twenty three that the, the percentage of jobs that were gonna go away to, to artificial intelligence. Yes. like, man, if you're in something with this still dealing with human interaction, man, you're you're good to go. You know, and as as far as I know right now, there's no robots um, you know, banging out, you know, ball phase and, and tapers and stuff. So <laughs> you may be all right, you know. I don't think too many people want to go and talk to a robot telling their problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree, man. But hey, man, I, I really appreciate you having, really appreciate you having me on. Um, I, I think this is just the beginning. So this was a great uh, conversation, and I can't wait to uh, sit down and chat with you, man, and 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 see where things go from here. Definitely. When is the, when is the best time when you have free time? Are you real busy? When do you have free time? You know, um, it varies, man. The best thing is if we just uh, connect. Put it on the calendar. I'll make time for, you know, it, and um, we'll, we'll, you know, in the morning sometimes I have time, you know, on the road. You know, I live about 30 minutes out of uh, out of town from here. So, you know, usually I'll, I'll schedule meetings, you know, phone meetings and stuff like that. So I have 30 minutes uninterrupted. Um, but, but yeah, man, let, let's, uh, let's connect and I like soon, like, let's not like table it. Let's, let's do, some, let's talk this week or next week. And
0: definitely I'll send you a text in the morning and yep. we'll go from there and we'll link up and appreciate you again, D. It was a yep. pleasure talking to you. Hopefully we can get more barber college instructors and owners on this podcast. so We can just learn and grow and just yep. build, this special, build a bond where we can come out there, come out there and support you when you're having the hair show, whatever you're doing, I'm behind yeah. you 110%. My wife, she loves to travel too. So awesome. she here in South Dakota. She's with me. Yeah. Ray is on board as well. <laughs> yeah. Again, I appreciate you, man. Barber College success. Spread love the Johnson City way. Appreciate you. Peace.